Maybe not. Maybe she respects him now. He didn't do anything. I'm not sure. Okay, so it looks like she's softening up to him a little. Like, he yeah. was offended uh-huh. with, the, with getting with the offer, the what indecent proposal. He was infen- offended. He's, he's taking him a lot. Oh, meanwhile, it depends what. He's hanging out in the other room? Well, he's strategizing. What am I going to do to get this bitch? I like that, the positioning of the horns. Yeah. Yeah, symbolic. So he goes, I'll take her out to the country, and I'll romance her. You never take me out to the country and romance me. Is is, uh, his friend going to move? She's just been standing in place. Well, that's the All right. She's out there. He goes, well, I can't just take her alone. I guess I'll have to take all you assholes, too. Yeah, right. Hello. Kramer. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what do you say we Let's go to the country, huh? Now that your child has ran off with prostitute money. <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah, now look what... I bought the kid. The kid pushes the pimp out of the way. He brought them food and milk. Yeah, that's so awesome. We have a funny moment of levity when he has a hard time getting the cap off. Hey, can uh, I totally simplify that? I totally oh, with that guy. It's a happy oh, ending, just like the pornos. Look at that. <laughs> right. Made out. He was a genius. He was ahead of his time. So for some, How are we going to end this shot? They take the pimp up on his offer. And they go out to the country. Right here. Well, this is symbolic. Their putt-putt mobile. Now, this is all painted, right? This is not a real location. This is a, a, a curtain. No. No, 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 no. They're really in the country right now. This is not okay. shot in the studio? This is San Francisco Valley. This is not shot in the studio. Look how they're getting up onto the ledge. That sign is really ironic. The sign is real estate developers saying, buy this plot of land, we'll build you a house. Well, this is great. And this is not a dream, this is real life. This is real life. Oh, this right. is the, the plot of the pimp to romance the girl and get her to be one of his girls. Gotcha. So I don't believe he's enlisted his girl to distract the boy. This is a good place as any to have a picnic. Yeah, just to sit down and not have a picnic. They're starving, I'm Here, sure. I mean, they ate. Hey, let's scheme in this tree. Okay, now we are going to have creeper moves. Now we're going to have, I mean, you just watch him. He's just lusting after her. 
when where's the brute? He's he, is he gonna come back? No, he he works at the dredge. That's right. That's the mud people. They're sun people now. They're not yet. They're on their way. They're like uh, land lovers. They're driving people. in the sun. So basically, their outing in the country was, let's just drive into a field, park there, and everyone just sort of walk around the field. They don't have a picnic. They don't have a plan. They weren't invited anywhere. This is great. They said, let's just shoot here. All right. Roll them. Roll them. Why would they be? Oh, all right. Never mind. It's, It's the house. Now you lean against a tree. Good. Roll them. <laughs> roll them. Uh, we need to check continuity. Is this the uh, same tree? No? Okay, roll them. <laughs> yeah, then whatever. You Go wanted ahead. a film in which you're the star? You got it. Roll them. Yeah, you lay roll in the dirt here. Lay in the dirt. He, he did a lot of work that just never got released, too. Like, they just said, nah, we're not going to do it. Ah, really? But after these movies, he he kind of boomed. Like people know him, I know him because it's, this is one of those movies where it's he's a great director, and we find the worst film possible, and that's right. the film we watch. <laughs> that's he, your show, man. He's, yeah, like we did that with Billy Wilder. We watched Kiss Me Stupid. We've done that with a lot of directors that oh, are, yeah, make good movies. And, I love so, that film. That film yeah, was fun. But it, yeah. Not Tony Bennett. Well, was it? Dean Martin playing Dino. Yeah, right. Dino. Yeah. Dean Martin playing Dino. Yeah. No, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. It was from the 60s. Okay. Well, basically, they Dino wrote the town, and Dean Martin is a famous singer, and these guys write songs. And sort of like, let him try to sleep with your wife. Maybe he'll like our song. Yeah, great movie. Okay, now the man's going to make his move, right? But the boy wants the, the child wants the attention of the girl. Well, the pimp will have none of that. He's busy right now. Go away, kid. You bother me. Right. Go away, kid. He, watch, he kicks him. Whoa, he wow, that kid's pretty. Wow, he really he loves beating that kid loves to kick his feet up a lot in this movie. Right, he always picks the wrong men. Now look, this is what happens oh. with the brute. So the coward is ready. The boy is ready oh, to stop. He's doing something. Damn it, I'm doing something. But remember how he did not beat up the brute. Right, he kind of just grabbed the kid and, and and wandered off. Right, let's see what he does this time. He's going to face up to Gee, mister. I say, good man, that's no way. What are you, a ruffian? <laughs> I'm no coward. <laughs> oh, boy. How are they going to get a ride home? Now, once again, the girl who's so judgy, she doesn't help and grab the, you know, hit the no. guy over the head. 
And maybe that's just cultural. This is bad. It's supposed to. See, the problem is that the pimp is their ride home. So if he beats the shit out of them, how's he going to get back? <laughs> they figured that out. Yeah, you could ride home. Yeah. You'll see. I like how one guy's wearing a white shirt and one guy's wearing a black shirt. Right, but our hero is in black. Yeah, and the villain is dressed in white. Yeah. Now look, he's just not backing down. I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. Pow! Crack! Now what do these cowards do? They run away! <laughs> Face down in the mud! Well, this is one big hill. Yeah. Now look. He's a Frady cat. Oh yeah! We'll get back to you! Crack. Ouch. Pow. Looks like the pimp gloves on the other hand. Oh, how symbolic. Right by the sign. Man was only the victim. The boy was not beating him. He was conquering the harbor, the city, the mud, all the forces that had held him down, and most of his own cowardly self. Okay, if, if you say so. Right, he wasn't, he wasn't, I thought he was beating up the guy, but he was beating yeah. up everything in life that held him back. You could show it in special effects, or you could just be cheap and have a title card. Black right. card. It's not a title card, it's the real estate sign. Oh. Final wallop! He's gonna fall off the cliff. Oh, he's gonna be thrown off the cliff. Cliffhanger. His car. Now they gotta walk back. Ooh, that must have hurt. Fall into a jalopy like that? Absolutely. Those things, that was the rumbles. They just had a rumble in the rumble seat. <laughs> <laughs> now, Von Stern does something here that. No other film had ever done. They walk off into the sunset. Oh. Well, that's an interesting way to end the movie. Does that mean that the cowboy ones did that too? Like, uh, because of this? Or just a good idea? Just something that, you know, they made up on their but, own. No, you're right. They were big Voss Stromberg fans. The silent films, not, not the ones in Rolina Dietrich. Now look how she, too. look how she's holding his hand, right? Uh, arm, yeah, arm, right. And she's holding the hand. Yeah, by side, by side. Look, a little kiss, a kiss. Wow, she's falling out. So it isn't our conditions or its environment; it's ourselves. We control our lives, which I hate that message, but there it is. Yeah. You think it's just pandering that people will leave happy? I think it's blaming the victim. I think it's not taking care of poor people and then saying to them, come on, it's up to you. Yeah, come on, it's your fate. Yeah. Yeah, no, Western movies saw that and they said, let's end in like Joseph Steinberg. In 1925, right. 
Well, that yeah. was uh, Joseph von Sternberg's directorial debut in 1925. Carl, what did you think of The Salvation Hunters? I don't know. I guess I didn't enjoy it. I mean, it's I say thumbs down, but I think it was good for your show with a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. What about you? Uh, Paul, what did you think of uh, this movie we just sat through? Salvation Hunters. Well, I'll tell you, man. Something I wouldn't have probably stuck all the way through. I do feel like I've accomplished something by sticking through. <laughs> um, yeah. that I had two uh, film noir geniuses with me such as yourself to keep it interesting. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't. Really I thought it was a slog, okay. but it was interesting. I guess. I don't know. I I, I, I know. It's dredgery. Yeah, right. No, it's the first time. It's dredgery. It's dredgery. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of it. Dredgeful. Well, dredgeful. I really like the elbows in this movie. I thought that they did the elbows very well. People, you know, they crooked their arms and such. And I like the leaves. Yeah. Like when you saw li- trees and such, the leaves were good. It was a good... Uh... You don't see that much. Right. Part of this, part of these films was good. I, I like the fact that the guy's car was stick. I think that's important. Well, there's a lot of positive things we could say about this movie. And now that it's over, we can never talk about it again. Uh, we are done with our movie. We're going to be back next week, uh, next Sunday. I can't find a trailer, Carl, but it is a sequel to a movie we did a couple years ago. Yes. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching Kung Fu Mahjong 2. Right. Uh, because uh, we watched the first one. We really enjoyed it. It's pulled from YouTube, but there's two other sequels. So next week, from 2005, we'll be watching Kung Fu Mahjong. Carl, how can people find you? CarlSucks.com? Correct. And listen, Kung Fu Mahjong was a very fun film. And I would, like, it's a film that I would have watched without our show. And so I'm interested to see what yeah. Kung Fu Mahjong 2 is all about. 2005, you had said. Yeah, and if this movie is actually good, then we can't watch it by default. But we'll we'll take our risk. Maybe it's bad, but I'm looking forward to it too. Watch I enjoyed the first Paul. one. Paul, where can people I'm find sorry, you? I didn't hear you? Where can they find me? All roads lead back yeah. to PaulBrumbaugh.com. You can always look up the Edge of Insanity and download it. Drive for free today on your favorite service. Yeah, subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to Paul's podcast. Listen to us uh, consecutively on Sundays on Mutiny Radio. And a big shout-out once again, Pam Benjamin, excuse me, station manager, uh, extraordinaire. Uh, Thank you for making this thing hum during these times. Thank you guys, audience, for listening. We'll be back next week. Carl, thank you. Paul, thank you. We'll see you soon.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a L-W-A-F-L-M-O-C-Y-T. Only way you can find our podcast. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. And we have a guest. We have a special guest. He's going to be our countdown king for the show, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Spiegelman. Hi, brother. Thanks very much. I'm my brother, Michael. My we other brother, Brazilian's mother. <laughs> we loved you being on, you know, when it was the Montclair one, and we loved being on your podcast. And then oh, when we yes. fused them together, we just said, let's bring them back for a countdown. Thanks need, for playing uh, part of my podcast game. on yours last week. For sure. well, uh, yeah, if you had a chance to listen to our episode, Sir Billy, two weeks ago, uh, Carl definitely edited uh, parts of the podcast Adam did. Adam is an inspiration for the show. His show is called Proudly Resents. It has a great catalog of interviews and movie uh, buffs and rebuffs. And you would check out his cult movies, uh, Proudly Resents. And we have uh, Adam here for, to be our countdown king for our movie. As you can tell from our premise, L stands for let's, W stands for watch, A stands for A, F stands for full. There's a hyphen, which is not indicated in the acronym. L stands for length, M stands for movies, O stands for on. Y stands for you, and T stands for tube, YouTube. So we're going to watch this movie. We want you to listen to our podcast, be part of us, and also watch this movie at the same time. And you can listen to us by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, on your podcast, what? on your YouTube service, on your Twitter, sir, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. 
La Waffle Odds. La Waffle Odds. Yay. Uh, and also, uh, we're on Facebook at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. But we do stream first every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our good friends, Good Time Radio, MutinyRadio.fm. Here's our sponsorship. Go to Venmo. Throw some bucks to Mute at Mutiny Radio. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for doing that. Carl, okay, just quickly, if you go to proudlyresents.com slash let's, it'll bring you right to your website. Perfect. Oh. So there's an excuse to go to proudlyresents.com <laughs> slash let's. But it goes right yeah. to you. It won't yeah, go to me at right all. It just yeah. makes me Adam gets a nickel every time. <laughs> I, get yeah, a nickel. I look at the pretty link stats and I go, oh my God, it's 10 people. Uh, no, you get a lot of clicks. That and um, something else. I, I oh, your book, Mike. You have a book. You should plug it. I get so many links to that. So many clicks to your book. I don't know if you sold any. Yeah, a lot of people don't know of a, a published author published on Scrib. It's the Mike Spiegelman joke book. It's still oh. available. Yeah, I gave plenty of pages, but if you want the full thing, it's ninety nine cents, and I should check it. I, I didn't realize I was getting so many links. But like a like literally like a thousand people are clicking over there, so you must have made at least four cents. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good, and that's twenty sixteen money. Too, How do so I find that? Do I go to proudly resents? Go Mike, proudly or, presents. I think it's proudlyresents.com slash book or slash Mike. Yeah, plus something. Let's Mike. Uh, I'll look for what you guys talk about. Sorry, I don't want to dominate. Oh, no problem. For the guru. Carl, what's the movie this week? Today we are watching Bawana Devil, 1952. Bawana, watch it. It's B-W-A-N-A, then okay. Devil, 1952. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. And the channel we like, Bawana, know which one? It is Oscar Perez, and that's very familiar. Oh, oh yeah? You might well, know someone named Oscar and someone named Perez? I mean, on our show, I think we might have been here before. I don't know. He only has 10 oh, subscribers. Oh, he only has 10 subscribers. Well, we better, I'm going to subscribe right now. There, he's, I feel much better. Yeah. He's clearly our, you know, level, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to watch The Devil, 1952. So, go ahead and click that MVWANA Devil, 1952, Robert Stack, full-length adventure movie. And that is on our good friend's newly subscribed channel, Oscar Perez. Go ahead and click the link, hit pause immediately, let it buffer, move the timer to zero, 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 and hover that uh, mouse button over the triangle for our get ready, ladies and gentlemen, for the Countdown King himself, Adam Spiegelman. Three, two, one, go! All right, we are off. Now, this is in three, three dimension. Yeah, this is a 3D movie, and we won't be watching it in 3D. Look how it looks that way, though. Yeah, it looks like a claymation. I'm expecting Gumby to show up. <laughs> All you'll hear the whole way through is that terrible... Uh-oh. Yeah. Is problematic, Carl? There we go. Okay, see how they hint at the 3D, okay? Yeah. Now, our cut doesn't – if you put on glasses, it wouldn't work. You don't see any out-of-focus, blurry stuff with bright colors here. But this was the first movie in the U.S. that, like, brought 3D back. Um, TV killed movies, killed movies. People were like, well, do I need to go out? They just kicked back and, you know. <laughs>
and they they were looking for something really desperately to uh, bring people back. Well, didn't the theater offer uh, the movie theaters in 1951 had check out our manager's penis promotions? In 19- and they're like, can't <laughs> yeah. see that on Dubot yet. I'll come on down. I'll pass it to everyone. <laughs> Even that yeah. was not enough of a draw. Does no, this movie still have Frozen, or is it just? Oh, here we go. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. But you gotta you gotta memorize who made you don't this. Have movie. to read all of them in real time. I guess there's no pause <laughs> button back then, so they wanted to make sure you saw all of it. <laughs> they were being considerate for the guy in the audience going, uh, associate producer. Dennis Who's a gaffer? Gaffer. Who's the best boy. <laughs> best boy. ML Gunsberg. Gunsberg. Oh, is that a made up name? ML Gunsberg? Gunsberg, yeah. Is that a woman? And they just didn't want to give a woman the title? Not to change the name to Guns. Oh, nice. The City of Guns. Uh, in the Congo and California. And California. This is actually your very close Congo. It, well, not really. It's Uganda, which is like the Serengeti, where, where all the like stereotype animals of Africa come from. All like right. the I'll giraffe and. You know, the gazelle and the lion and. So who is the Bawana devil? Is it one of the animals you mentioned? It's like a, a, a gazelle going to show up know. and be like, ah, a I gazelle 3D. I have no idea what this it means. This is a true Bawana. story told to me in Africa. Of course, it is a on. true story. Um, true story. They were called the Savo Maneaters. It's a well-known historic event. And they were building a railroad in Uganda, and these two lions were man-eaters that just came every night and fed. Really? Yeah. Do you remember Ghost in the Darkness? Uh, oh, Val sure, Kilmer. with Michael Douglas and Val yeah, Kilmer. It's the same. Right, it's the same. Val, kill me some lions. <laughs> so he goes off to shoot some lions? Is that the Yeah, he killed and, more. They go killed bad? more. Kill more. Okay, this is boring. We're meeting. Uh, oh, this is boring. Oh. <laughs> I start now. <laughs> oh, our right show got this. this guy. That's the last of our show. We're done. <laughs> this is fascinating in 3D. Like it looks like they're really walking around. Watch me. Watch me do with those pills, pops. Those pills are from malaria. And he goes, the African malaria is nothing to fool around with. And so the British guy's like, I'll have you know, I got this malaria in India. Oh, yeah. The other colony. I had malaria before it was cool. (laughs) Basically, what he's saying is he's pissed off that the workers have a holiday today. And they need to go. And let's get going. We're building a railroad. Okay. Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Today, now we will learn that um, the our hero, uh, who who it's like drunk on a train. He doesn't give a shit about his job, and he's going to be sloshed. Carl, look out! The train's coming right at you. <laughs> Whoa! And it's on time. Whoa! Yeah. Well, that's the way it worked back in 1898 with the colonies. Now, his name is Hayward, Robert Hayward, and he's 
his father-in-law like oh is the big money man so that's how he got his right. job you know and is he robert stack where's robert stack yes he's robert stack, robert stack he's, he's on well, the train uh, here's your mail and he throws it in the air they're like this is outrageous this puppy cock and bulls of that for me this is town. Oh, oh yeah, no, this really connection like... over here. Oh, how are you been? How are you been? You don't call. Hmm, I don't have a phone. <laughs> you know, petting the monkey doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what he's saying right he now is my father-in-law sucks, and you're a pompous boss major, and. Yeah, it's too. You got to jump off his mother-in-law. Now, I think that this is a David uh, Niven cameo. Okay. There he is, Steve. Still in talk. Jack Warden. Um, David Niven. He's the original Pink Panther. Uh, You hear that voice, that distinctive, the unsolved mysteries voice, you know? Uh, Robert Stack. Yeah. Is he in this? Yeah, that's him right there. I think I'm He's drunk. There He's it acting. is. There you go. There he goes. Did I didn't realize that. That is Robert Stack. This film is Stack. 15% or more on car insurance. Not Here's this battery. How did they get me in this movie? Well, at this point in his career, he had done a bunch of top-notch A movies. And this is a B movie. But it was a B movie with a plan. We'll bring 3D. And they, it worked. Mm-hmm. So, so oh, yeah. People were like, let's watch Uncle uh, Milty. Well, that sounds great, but that's on Thursday. It's Tuesday. What should we do? Well, there's a 3D movie. Okay. That's to get us off our seats. That's a good point, Mike. There was like four TV shows at the time, so you can't blame just TV and people not going because it's seven nights that. a week, four television yeah. shows a week. You know what are you gonna do? Yeah, Killing Eve is on Wednesdays, and you got the weekend. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> judging oh, Amy, I watched Judging Amy. Yeah. <laughs> so this 3D thing has really helped movie theaters now. I mean, right? Is that? And how are they doing now? Uh, today, Crap. they tried to do 3D again, and it was a little more modern, but the thing is, it didn't work out, as you know. You absolutely can go, I, I think I saw Avatar in 3D, I saw... Oh, uh, that was Terminator. awesome! Mm-hmm. That was so good. And I saw it in IMAX 3D. It was oh, really showing off. Yeah. I saw bootleg coffee at uh, Uncle Boy's pizza, uh, hamburger. Why? Because it was playing, <laughs> you know, I was waiting for the story. Two. Okay, it wasn't, now it wasn't we're good. Learn- I just have to tell you a plot point. Now oh. we're learning there's a work stoppage, and boy, David Niven is pissed off. And it's because there's lions. He's like, poppycock, bold to death. So David Niven, <laughs> so he freaks out. So then Robert Stack comes up and is like, great, a lion, I'll shoot it. And he's like, go get my gun. He's still drunk. Look at America. You'll frighten the workers. Okay. Oh, I understand this movie is in 3D, but do you think in 1952 people were like, I can't wait to see a great colony film. 
I just want to see like white guys eating lions in Africa. Yeah, is there any colonial movies this week? It's in 3D. Oh, experimental movies be damned. I can't wait to see a good colonial film. Now, in the background, there's all this gun shooting because he's out there shooting crazy at lions, right? So, surround sound would have been perfect. Here he is. He's back. One one, one miracle at a time. My nose while watching this movie. Sorry, guys. Go on, Mike. Sorry. Oh no! It's just you know they. This was in mono, but it was in three D. Just you yeah. know, baby steps. <laughs> right. He says to him, "Did you shoot the lion, laddie?" And he goes, "I think I shot one of the rings off Mars, uh, Saturn." Listen <laughs> to his voice. He's so. He's a cowboy. He's sick of it. Mm. He's amusing the boys in the mm. hut. Club. So what's his deal anyway? He just came into town on a train and he's just like, <laughs> what? Fuck yeah, lion. No, no. He's the second in command there. You see, he is getting married and he needed a job. And so Mr. Conway arranged for him to go to Africa and lead the workers part. Like the one guy's the project manager and he's second in charge. And he's They've done 200 miles so far. So far, so good. David Niven. They're building railroad tracks. It is David Niven. So yeah. what exactly do they do out there? Well, they imported these workers from India. They call them the Hindus. And they do the work. And mm. basically, Robert Stack goes, mush, <laughs> mush with a whip. Not literally <laughs> with a whip, but I mean, you'll see. He's like, Bah-bah. yeah, he go, He likes the idea. Yeah. He was very pro human trafficking throughout his career, Robert Stack. Put the girl in the trunk. Okay, you remember the woman who got <laughs> That's off the, the first train? rule? Remember the woman who got off the train? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he was selling her to them as a cook. I found this cook. We got this cook. And they, the two of them were like, yeah, wink, wink, yeah. So I guess it was like his – he brought his side piece home or something. But she's run yeah. away off into the bush. Oh, really? What are they well, going to eat for breakfast? None of the backstory, Mike. He's, he's like, oh, this is my woman. And they're like, okay, sure, sure, sure. You're right. You have lots of lady sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inner lady oh, part. Yeah, yeah, I know. He wasn't sure. that kind of a – he wasn't a beard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the sex is so good, she cleans up after me. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now oh my God, this the train major, is going backwards towards me. It, has, it can only go backwards, you see. They don't have the track complete. So he will go the whole way backwards. Hmm. Now, he's going back to Mombasa to send a letter about how crappy the son-in-law, Bob Hayward, is, his uh, Robert Stack. <laughs> and Robert Stack's having a laugh right now because he's telling the cook that that he doesn't have enough wood to get to Mombasa, and he's going to have a he's going to be chopping wood in the jungle. Oh, good for him! And hunting lions. Why did he get that wood? lion hunting look to him? You're not even listening to me. You're thinking about hunting a lion, aren't you? No, nonsense. Go ahead. You're you're talking something about uh, gathering wood. Now at this point. No, no, you're point, figuring your gut. At this point, they do not believe in any lions. One time, you know, 
we're stopping work, there's a lion, and he went out shooting all night. They don't really believe it, okay? So now he tells him that the cook ran away into the bush, and this guy's like, the men want to talk. And now for the first time, we're going to get pushback that there's a man-eating lion. A Bawana devil, as it were. So Robert Stack says one to one of the Indians, he goes, you're lying. He goes, I, I know lion. It's the lion. I mean, you're not being I truthful. I don't, you're not. That is not a that is not a lie written in 1952. You made that up. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. I know the lion. You're not being truthful. Yeah. Oh, that. You're lying. Bang. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. So now he's saying our contract didn't include a man-eating lion. What were they expecting? Like good, good quality uh, life doing this shit? Right. Oh, it's a lion. Throw that in. Come on, it's a lion. They're adorable. <laughs> so basically, they conclude. All right, we'll do a stakeout tonight. And he goes here. This guy here. He's a lion killer. He's he's our best lion killer man. He go with you. All right. <laughs> So Adam missed my lion joke. No, I heard it. Just oh. Oh, there was okay. a lion there. Oh, <laughs> he heard that. I'm gonna give it a pause. Oh. No, pause. He heard that joke a, a block away, feeding the meter. It wasn't the front one, but it was the main one. Ah. <laughs> oh, grumble, growl. Grumble, growl. This guy looks pretty cool. Yeah, this is Angus. His accent is great. Is he British? He's Scottish. Uh, well, but these are, uh, this is the British colony. It's not the Scottish colony. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Leave. So he's like, Angus, you better sit this out. Uh, you know, the line's going to be dangerous. He goes, oh, I came here for an adventure. There's no way. Yep, see the monkey. Okay, so now, uh, like, there's no lion. And then this guy's going to go, right. come quick, come quick. And we're going to find the dead cook. Oh, no. She's dead? Eaten. What? How ironic. He ate The lion ate the chef? <laughs> the lion... <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't. Yeah, she was famous in in uh, Mombasa for serving lion. She was. Yeah, wow, right. she served plenty of lion. Well, so you know the lions actually ate the uh, manicurist, and they're like, "This, ugh, oh, gross, ugh, ugh." Let's try like a cook next time. <laughs> they 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 uh, ate. What's ironic is they ate the cook rare, raw. Okay. Uh -huh. It's like cooked sushi. Now, look at Robert Sack. He's freaked out. And he's like, could this be the the African tribe, you know? And he goes, laddie, he bits through her head, her skull. He, Stack came, he came over there saying, listen, buddy, my father-in-law got me this job, and I want you to meet my uh, piece, cook. 
and then the line he's cooked, and he's like, damn, I was gonna, no, no disrespect, but I was, I was gonna bang that cook. <laughs> No disrespect, but I was gonna. Be- okay, no so they're all waiting for the train so that they can go home. And Robert Stack's like, "Get back to work!" And he like beats them you into. You can really it. feel. I could really feel like I'm waiting for the bus in this 3D scene. Uh no, that was a car. Oh no, that was a loud car. So here he is, like, this is what I meant, like, cracking the whip. Oh, yeah. He just watches them, like, okay, everyone, pretend you're digging. Pretend you're digging. Oh, I'm sure the studio is like, dig, dig, we need it for the next movie. We're doing a World War I movie in two days. Now, for the first time, we're going to see the lions. And what we're going to see, Mike, is the tamest lions you have. <laughs> They're cute, cuddly little. What dimension? Lions. Are we gonna see this cuddly? Yeah. Oh, in three dimensions. In three dimensions. Oh right, yeah. Well, that's not adorable. Is, that's what I got my. They my give hugs. They, you know, they purr. They're really nice. You're saying the Boana Devil is like the Kazuki of monsters of like lions. It's this adorable little uh, beast. <laughs> that's right. You'll see. Okay, so here we're pretending we're on Lion's Stakeout. Uh-huh. Now, they think there's only one lion, but there's two, and they don't know it. Oh, look, here he is. Simba! Oh. Look, Whoa. he's such Listen, a I gotta take my I got to take my glasses off. This is way too intense for me. Oh, they're pointing oh, no. friendship sticks at me. Now, you know, one of the reasons why I picked this movie is that it's available on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. in, in 2D, though. But it, right. they have a lot of 3D movies in 2D, but this one is always quoted in the history books. Yeah. And I just never seen it before. You know, um, we did do we did do a 3D movie. This is before your time, Carl, is with uh, uh, Ira and it was uh-huh. coming at you. And it was from 1983, and it, it revised the 3D craze three decades later with the 1983 movie coming at you, which was a spaghetti western released in theaters in 1983. 83, so that's kind of late, yeah. Yeah, well, then you had like Friday the 13th part 3D, and you had like all these like uh, Time Hunter in the Forbidden Zone 3D, shit like that. Interesting. I think it's Time Hunter. Well, it sounds sci-fi to me. So the lion ate yeah, him. Like this is, else. this is somebody else. They were on stakeout. The lion was in front of them, but they didn't know there was a second lion. And the lion ate from him from behind. And so Robert Stack was like, bury him so no one will know. Now they're like lion provisioning the camp. It kind of makes no sense because he buried the body and they're not supposed to know about the lion. They're lion proofing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's Stevens. Now, here comes our cameo, Peter Sellers. You keep saying that. Is that really Peter Sellers? No. It's like David Niven. This is Mr. Commissioner. Uh. Oh, by the way, everybody in this film is dead. Everybody. (coughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Now, look, there's there's the one... No, go through the thing. They all have from this year to this year on all of the cast. 
And there is a young boy who I don't know who he is. He might be alive, but he would be a very old man. Right. Old man McGinty. Uh. There he is. Uh, Peter Sellers. Here's the cast. I'll put that right here. He was making scones because I am a stereotype, you know. Sometimes I get a vibe of uh, the skipper off of him. So he's about to piss off Robert Stack because he goes, what's all this lion nonsense? And he's like, nonsense. You want me to show you the bodies? He gets mad. <clears throat> look at that. That's Peter Sellers. Take a look, Mike. See? Ah, uh, makes me miss the Boy Scouts. What did I miss, Carl? What? Did I miss? What did you miss? Nothing. Yeah. Look. Okay. So right now he's saying like he's angry that he calls him nonsense, and he and tells him that that major, you know, who's gonna rat on him to his father-in-law, he died. He got bit by a scorpion. Whoa. And he's dead. Robert Stack feels no guilt to that, like, maybe it was him being, leaving him in the bush with uh, not enough wood to get home, you know? Right. Oh, so he blames himself? No, he does not. And I think he ought to give two seconds to think about that. So, Peter Sellers claims that he's got 15 years experience with lions. So they're going to lay in wait tonight with the trap. They're going to bait the trap with the goat. The lion will go in to eat the goat. They'll close it and shoot him. Now, we saw this on Killdozer, right? They put a sacrificial goat, and then Killdozer uh, grides over it. It was in Jurassic Park, too, right? They use a goat. Yeah, I, I was worshiping Satan the other day. They were, we were using a goat. Weird. Yeah. That really get you know, the abuse. It really, <laughs> that gets really gets Okay, so the guy that did this, right? It's a B movie. His name is Arch O'Baller. Arch O'Baller. And he was prolific. Uh, playwright, screenwriter, novelist, producer, director, actor in films, radio, especially theater and television, everything. And he, much attention with his radio scripts. He got Mae West banned once. Uh, horror series, blah, blah, blah. He was one of those kind of people you either loved him or hated him. He was liked or not liked. And he was the one who overheard this guy, this camera crew, talking about 3D filming. He followed it up. Uh, he knew it was like a ticket to fame, ticket to riches, and it worked. Weird. Why is he polarizing? What exactly does he polarize? <laughs> Well, it was a very turbulent time. FDR was for the people, and, you know, Taft was definitely – it was polarizing. He was a Taft man? He was definitely for the rich, yes. He oh, was yeah. a Taft man. So he's for the colonists is what you're saying in this movie. He's rooting for those guys. Yes. Now, you see Peter Sellers' cameo, Adam. Cool. Is there really Peter Sellers? Yes. There's really wow. Peter Sellers. <laughs> He was seven. It's not. <laughs> Whoa. So Peter Sellers is all proud of himself. He's like, I bagged me a lion, laddie. 
and it turns out to be a hyena. Jokes on him. Look who's laughing. Well, I knew I knew him when he cleaned up. Sabrina. Hyena. He wasn't hyena. Hi, Hyena. What is this guy doing? Uh, okay, this is the cutest, most adorable lion. He's looking for a knife. Look, you see, he gave him a nice hug. Oh, no. Thank you, Thank you for the hug. Ooh. That lion totally hugged that guy. That death. guy's so lucky he's out of this film. And now, <laughs> Robert Stack is very upset that he, was, he hugged him to death, that lion. Very upset. Yes, well, very awkward. So Peter Sellers is like, well, I'm off. And he tells him that he's going to report again to the father-in-law. This is a different person, but this guy is a bum. Uh, he needs to replace him. Um, so, Can I just say, Carl, this movie is why people wanted to watch TV. <laughs> he stayed help. in that night. Oh, my God. What, test pattern? Let's do it. Oh, my God. Is that Felix the Cat in 3D? There. Done. <laughs> I'll watch that. Well, the lion ate one of the people. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, really good. You know, as old saying my father had, when the animals start eating you, get the fuck out. <laughs> the All tough right, get home, leaving. Home. <laughs> good when luck. the tough get eaten, the tough get leaving. <laughs> Thanks for color coordinating, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're the all color. from India, and that was their garb. Apparently, some of this is authentic in that lightest sense. Also, uh, Obama went to Africa in 1948, and a guy who was with there was shooting all sorts of footage of native dancing and animals, and that is the footage we'll see throughout this film. His buddy's stock footage. And it's very obvious that it's not the same. It was filmed in 16 millimeter, and of course this is filmed in 35 with the double cameras and all of the whammy wow. jammies that go along with it. Wow, you could really see him stare into space. <laughs> 3D is good. Now, it's basically we're having a scene of self-reflection. The commissioner's back to Mombasa to get help. but And so Robert Stack is like, I'm going to wait in the field tonight on my lonesome. Let him come for me. So he's mad. Yeah. Do we meet his fiance? Does she oh, come by? Yeah. And you're like, no, bro. Yeah, we're oh, gonna meet does. her. Daddy says, "Don't attack that lion." <laughs> right. I don't care what my father-in-law tells me. That's right. Throw oh, it. Yeah. Get out of here, shovel. Now this guy would be. Uh, he would go on to be in The Untouchables. That was his big TV show. The, the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Yes, and, and then, right. Commercials. What commercials was he in? I keep thinking the battery. The guy with the chip. Go ahead, knock that uh, one. No, that, yeah, that oh, was Black Sheep Squadron guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Black Sheep Squadron. Oh, there's a lion. I can hug me to death. <laughs> it's the morning, and basically it's like, where is Robert Stack? It'll be a little like, ah, oh, thing, and then it'll be fine. 
Uh, Robert Sack was in the Navy in World War II, an aerial gunnery officer. Uh, yeah, Elliot Ness in um, The Untouchables. Untouchables. He had a relaunch. You see, he had his career, and it kind of started to go away. And then in that movie 1941, they called him into service. And after that, he was in – because he was being a comedian then, something he had never done before. It was an airplane. Right. Oh, right. He was an airplane, 1980. And then he was in, you know, Joe versus the Volcano, Caddyshack 2, Beavis and Butthead to America, base, Basketball. Uh, all the hits. All, all the hits. Now, you know, I, I've written this before. There was an interview with Robert, uh, Ernest Borgnine uh, in the AV Club, and he said that Basketball was his least favorite movie, and he thought those guys were idiots. Yeah, I, I, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. There's a great clip where um, Ernest Borgnine is on Fox News, and he's uh, he's in Fox and Friends, and he's saying something like, "You know, my wife likes what I do," and they go, "Well, we don't want you to say it." And then he whispers it to the guy, but the guy has a microphone on, yeah. so you can hear him fully saying. That's pretty awesome. And the, you know, the host's like, "Please stop! Please stop!" Uh, the only other thing about Robert Stack, he had a run on Falcon Crest. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so yeah, these are all familiar roles. I just keep thinking I know him from commercials. No, he was in a lot of commercials. I just didn't do the research on that. It seemed like he seemed. Cool, cool. Uh, well, like because hotels. I was expecting the internet would tell me that this was the voice on the Geico commercial, and right. so I found all his commercials he did, and I went through them and stuff. And I, this is the old footage, 1948. You're going to see a lot of African stuff. Now, is that he, in two D? Yes, but they still put the colors in. It's it's not very. The internet claims that the old footage is tacked on and the 3D stuff is fake. So it, not fake. It just looks cheap. Like uh, it, there's a 3D in which you only do the colors, and then there's the 3D right. where you have the two cameras, and you know they could only do the colors. My, my favorite or my least favorite part of 3D movies are the last 10 minutes, right? They're like, you remember this? <laughs> you remember this? <laughs> you got 10 more minutes before the credits. There's more. Look at that fake footage, huh? Whoa. They look hungry, though, Zippos. But, you, <laughs> but you'll see he'll, like, shoot at one and fall off his canoe. You see how they fake it? Uh -huh. He's in front of a screen, a movie screen. Yeah, and then suddenly there's a beach ball got in his way. Oh, no. Oh, Al shit. Gators. But that never pays off. He just gets to the shore. Phew. But why? Why not do it? You've got the alligators. They're going in the water. Just have a scene where he's like, thrash, thrash. Whoa, I made it to safety. Yeah, this just throw a couple of gators into the camera. Oh, shit. That's right. What a devil. He doesn't and have a gun. He ate Peter Sellers. Look at him. He's the nicest lion you'd ever want to meet. There's no blood. <laughs> he was very petite. Made no chewing noises. Dipped his... Uh... Yeah, it's like he put uh, Peter Sellers to sleep. <laughs> Take a nice nap. He bit off a gun. Wow. So, you know, I never saw Jaws, but I imagine this is the plot. 
Okay, now we're back. Now we have the only scene of humor in this whole. They're they're lighting fires. To... Okay, here's a humorous scene, and I wish I had a laugh track to play for you. I think I will climb this cliff for no reason. Uh oh. Oh, it's the nicest lion ever. Whoa. Wow, that's a fall. That would have been a great laugh track. Gilligan. <laughs> Gilligan. Oh, Gilligan's Island in three D. Oh, that's what they should have done. That would have been a big hit. So now, so now Skipper comes in and goes, Laddie, the Hindus are going. They're really this time going. And so Robert Stack once again will lay down the old, like, Kunta Kinte rap. You're not going anywhere. Going to walk, in, walk back and forth with him. Get back to work. There's no lions. Get oh, yeah, look at him. Yeah. He shouldn't stand on the tracks like that. Listen, I have all these facts about the other actors, but who cares? Oh, it's the oh. nicest lion in the world going to give you a hug. Look at the lion. He just ate some. Look at that little blood thing under his yeah. chin. He gave him a nibble. Yeah, a little love bite. They're fierce lions and their kisses make a little blood. He kissed me on the neck. Um, what a weird lion. I could tell you all about these actors and it's just not interesting, you know. Do you do you have more about the director? Sure. He was uh Did he make porno really movies? What? Did he make porno movies in the 70s? No, no. He died in 87. Uh, uh. His ego and personality were larger than life. Radio historian, historian Joe Dunning wrote, few people were ambivalent when it came to Arch Oldmore. He was one of those intense personalities who were either liked or disliked with equal fire. Um, I wonder why he disliked, because he's an asshole. <laughs> yes. He got Mae West banned. He did this radio show and he gave Mae West all sorts of suggestive stuff. Not that she doesn't do that. She does. Right. So he really fed her. But he played it on – maybe it wasn't his fault. It played on Sunday just before the – um, Right. <laughs> oh, I can't go to church now. I'm so riled up by that Mae West innuendo. I would come uh, up and Milton see her Gunsberg, for sex. Uh, Milton Gunsberg turned his focus to independent producers, demonstrated natural vision vision to Arch Olberg, producer and writer of popular Lights Out radio show. He was pressed enough to option it for his next film project. <laughs> he went on to make 12 of these. Nice. I'm sure they all made money. They're all B-movies. They played again, you know, double feature. So now he's making a deal with the Ugandan stereotypes and to help them, you know, like get the lion. And the thing is, like, they're insisting on no guns because it's that's won't bring honor to the tribe. They want to spear them. It's, it's part of their rituals and rites uh, of, of passage. 
So they're going to get a posse together of people who killed lions before. But with no guns. With no guns, just spears. Now look at the way he shakes his spear. It's obviously an actor. You know what I mean? Oh, they handed him a spear and go, go, go nuts? Well, he says, like, I'm stalking a lion. I'm stalking a lion. You'll see it from all of them. But it's, they give more natural performances when the lion assaults them. <laughs> I'm walking trepidatiously. I'm bouncing. The middle of the day. The lion's just hanging out there. Yeah, Maybe. look how the nicest lions in the world. They're just great. Friendly. I'm late for my MGM audition. Wish me luck. <laughs> That's right. Casper, the friendly lion. <laughs> the friendliest lion. And his dick friend, uh, hot devil, little devil. Now, I especially hate this scene because these fierce lion hunters will basically have very frady cats and all scatter. It's so stupid. It's adorable. Is this Jaws with the lions? Is this In whole 3D. movie about the lions? Remember Jaws 3D? Yeah, the whole movie's about the lions. Yeah. I saw Jaws 3D in the theater in Montclair. Yeah. Oh. The arm floated in front of you. That's about the only good part. Was that the Claremont? Uh, probably. Yes. Look, I'm yeah, going in crazy. circles because I'm a nice lion. Are those white guys out? I mean,. I don't think so. Uh, mm. Whoa! There's a second lion! Where the lion go? Run away! Oh, there's always a second lion. Run away! What a twist. Yeah, we're professionals. We never thought of a second lion. They dropped... This movie's called the Wanted Devil. These are uh, the yeah. brave men... Okay. Yeah, everyone's gonna In fairness, they're the king of the jungle, not the kings of the jungle. So I understand why they thought there's only one. <laughs> that is, yeah, if you're being fair. Being yeah. fair. They're hiding their face in shame when they go past Robert Stack. Sorry, we're such pussies. My bad. So the Stack's gonna have to do it himself. Well, Robert Stack kind of doesn't know what to do, and uh, it, we're going to have more back-to-work stuff. Like, the, the African tribe we just saw, they're burying their dead. So he's like, let them bury their own dead. You bury yours. Back to work. This burying the dead scene is probably the best example of 3D animation I've seen in movies. It really looks like you're burying the dead. What do the kids love? They want to see people burying their dead. Right. <laughs> in 3D. Now, next we'll have uh, the greatest pompous voice of Parliament, so I think we should listen. It's the House of Commons. Robert right. Stack doesn't know what to do. He's tortured. I would like to ask the Colonial Secretary a question. Is it a fact that the building of the British Railway, financed by British capital, being held up by two lions? <laughs> <laughs> The evening news. Extra, extra. We didn't write an article. Just a headline. <laughs> extra, extra. Print shop is now free on, on the new line computers. Extra, extra. Article, extra. 
This is a shocking yeah. state of affairs. We saw this in the opening. Oh, is it the monkeys? Here we go. Yeah. It's laughing. The last two minutes of laughing. Laughing. The last episode of laughing. Is it hot in here? Yes, Buck. Is it hot in here or is it V? This stuffed animal snack to you. Look how they all like lay down. It's a massacre. Yeah, listen, man. When it's lion comes at you, that's it. You're done. You might as well lie down. Look, now lots of times a stuffed animal attacks the lion, but here he's got a stuffed animal in his look, see that dummy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't appreciate that. Took a lot of time making this movie. You come up with a storyline. Oh, you mean the mannequin dummy? Yeah, sure. Yes, that's right. So now we're basically getting like we're at a breaking point. He's trying to design the next bridge as if the lions don't exist. He's gonna Angus is gonna go to Mombasa to get help. They got twenty dead and, and it's been three weeks. They haven't two hundred miles they've done and for three weeks, they haven't done one inch. Wow. It's in all the papers, evening news. Right. Now, Good for job. some reason, Good. they're going to be digging up the side of a hill. It makes no sense. And it's clearly we're like mid-act two here because we're going to start meeting B characters and the, his wife is going to show. And he'll need that to get to the third act. You'll see. That's if right. this is good. The act three sounds great. Angus is drinking on the. Oh, no, he's not. It's malaria. He's taking malaria pills. Now look, why are they digging here? And look how the workers are really pretending. They're not doing a thing. What? What about the cameraman? <laughs> Strange angle. I, I must think look really I good. Can. I think I can. I think I can. Woo, woo. Look how dangerous that side of the hill is. It's uh, who's it? Someone yells action. We're just gonna stand here for hours. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, well, who, they, they missed the spot. Wow. What was the name of the British train show that had Ringo Starr and uh, George Carlin in it? Thomas. Yeah. The train Thomas. Train. It was Thomas? Yeah. Oh. Fucking well, Thomas. Thomas. Thomas is a whiny-ass train. Goodness, there's a train full of pompous Brits. <laughs> You'll see, they're all... Oh, I hope I'm lying. Hello yeah, there. there Oh. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Wife. It's Bridie. Are they married? They are married. Oh, yeah. Are engaged? No, they're married. And they are very cold. Oh, she pretended to cook. Oh, she, she is a lady in Africa right now. I mean, you gotta... She's gotta have every... every uh, I don't know. <laughs> hello, wife. Hello, husband. He's not happy she's there, but he's at the same time, he is very happy to see her. It's weird. Her name is Alice. 
Okay, so now the pompous Brits will get the most ridiculous pretend dancing you've ever seen. Oh, good. Finally, a dance number. This movie's so bad. Look at this. Just having a picnic. How did they bring these instruments? Well, this is the orchestra that's mentioned in the credits, right? Wasn't there like a musical ensemble that got credited? Uh, maybe, and I didn't catch it. Uh, I probably have music done down here somewhere. Well, the credit was in 3D, Carl. You might have missed it. Right. It might have been like beyond you, or below you, or beneath you, or above you, or you're through it. This was a critical failure, and it should be. It really sucks, but it was a hit. Because of the actually, 3D? But it did lose money. It lost like $200,000, which was like uh, 200, maybe one point something. I don't know. Oh, not $2 million, but a lot. They lost a lot on this film in today's money, you know. So, but this film I always read about, like it was the first 3D movie. It caused kicked off the craze. I mean, I guess right. uh, it did. It House did. of Wax and uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon. Those are probably the famous 3D movies. Well, yeah, I mean, it it took off from then, and they made 12 of these. As I I think I probably mentioned it. Uh, what's funny is the film was given code approval because they didn't have the ratings yet in 2D. Right. But it, the one in 3D had a kissing scene, um, and we'll see it later, like a kissing in 3D. You could really see the tongue. <laughs> you could not. Yeah. Between the old guy and Zach. <clears throat> so they just went to see a musical number. Yeah, and now they have to get dragged to the other tribe to see another one. They don't what like it day. at all. Uh, basically, all we're hearing here is pompous, pompous, and it reminds me of Carl and Mike's party machine. It's pompous bragging. When I was in India, we did blah, blah, blah. Now we have African dance mania, which is also reminds me of Carl and Mike's party machine. Pompous belligerence. I'm sick of this. Now, this was all shot in 1948 on their excursion to Africa. Oh, they got girls this time. This is the pompous bragging I was speaking of. Oh. It's very funny how they're really standing in front of a 2D movie screen, pretending that they're there. They didn't have green screens, of course, but it's the same thing. <sighs> right? So, Am I right? Yes, Carl. Very insightful. Uh, do you think this movie played at a 3D uh, drive-in? Uh, no, I don't. I think it played in movie theaters. Um, okay, so... Now she's like, tell me about my husband. 
You've known him for six months. Tell me about my husband. He's like, Red, lady. And he doesn't say anything. He's, got, he's glad you're here. I'll tell you that, eh, lassie. <laughs> we watched Broke Bear Mountain four times. I don't know why. Um, U.S. screenings of feature... Um, it, it was released into theaters. It didn't go to a drive-in at all. Um, but I, I have it here somewhere, the theater releases. But it's not very in, interesting. You know, do you think there was 3D movies at drive-in? Sure. Yeah. I guess you could do that. United Artists bought the rights to Bawana Devil for half a million dollars and a share of the profits and began a wide release of the film. Um, there was a lawsuit, and it doesn't really matter. Other major studios started releasing their own 3D films. Warner Brothers adapted the natural vision process for House of Wax. Right. We know two really good uh, 3D movies I've seen from the 50s is uh, Kiss Me Kate. They did oh, a yeah. So the, the stage itself has depth to it. So it's like uh -huh. you're in the theater watching it. And then That's Jerry, cool. Jerry Lewis and Martin, uh, Dean Martin had Money from Home, which I saw in a movie theater in 3D. It was great. Okay. They're, they're gambling on horses. It's <laughs> okay. Money from Home. Oh. <laughs> okay. You see the little kid there? He's introduced so that he can die later. What? From what? Lion? Yes. These lions eat children? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that awful? The lion's on a diet. Can't eat a human. Can't eat a full kid. <laughs> Can't go for the wee woods. So they're having dinner and they're doing a bunch of pompous bragging as Brits, you know, and the little kid right. is introduced. And they're going to sleep in the train car. They brought their own sleeping quarters, essentially. And there's when they leave, it's going to be real awkward between husband and wife, you know, He's going to be like, he feels like a loser. And she's going to be like, you never talk to me. What separate beds are they going to sleep in? No, they're going to be in the same bed already. Oh, really? Huh? And everyone else is watching? No, no. This is 19... Uh... 1898. <laughs> oh, I guess yes. 1899 if six months have passed. Good night, child. You will die. You're Can't going to become my, like my pretend, my child symbol soon. I'll think of you every time a lion eats somebody. <laughs> we'll keep your memory. We'll cherish your memory every time a lion eats somebody. <laughs> we'll I start will. a foundation in your name. <laughs> the least we could do. What kind of film director is like? All right, the kid's in, but he's gotta be in by the lion. <laughs> I know movie making. Hi, it's your agent. Hi, did we get the part? Yeah, but uh, there is this one. Oh, you'll love it. It's it's out in location. Uh, there's some, some cowboy stuff. Then you, you, you get eaten lion. by a lion. Okay, they need to know by Friday. So. <laughs> so now it's just the two of them, and it's going to be a lot of awkward husband and wife stuff, and they're going to go into the tent and – 
you know, he's going to be feeling sorry for himself and she's going to be like, well, yeah, but I love you. So who cares? And he's going to be like, okay, I'll stop being embarrassed. And then they kiss. They're making the fires for the lions, you know. Uh, fires for their loins. <laughs> yeah. I doubt the director was sharp enough. The director was very sharp, but I doubt that the script was, you know, trying to give us a the fire for their loins, you know. Oh, I saw the porn movie of this movie. Wanna fuck? But want to do it? <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> I wanna. I didn't take my Viagra. Okay, so this is a bunch of boring talk, and then they're going to do it. You'll see the 3D kiss that got it not coded. Uh, March 1952, he was going to call it the Lion of Guru. Footage and shot in Africa, filming to start in May. It was going to be a national vision. And then he overheard this new revolutionary 3D effect. No, no, this is – no, that was long – this was his big – this is – his plan's coming to fruition. He was gotcha. announcing he's going to make the move. This is shot in San Fernando Valley. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can see. A, there, okay, there's a place called the Paramount Ranch. It's in the Santa Monica Mountains, and, you know, it's San Fernando Valley, and – there's a hiking trail named the Bawana Trail to denote the locations of this movie. Yeah, so you could go to Bawana Trail. That sounds like a LWAFL uh-huh. road trip. trip. Yeah. Let's go to Hollywood and see where they shot uh, Bawana. <laughs> We've come a long way for this. Almost there. Mm. That was the ranch Charles Manson. Did. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to kiss the... your eyeball. Oh, gee. Wait, yeah, that was the Manson Ranch over there? Excuse me, uh, sir, uh, we're going to Bawana, Bawana Tramp. Bawana Devil. Look, like there's the kiss. Did you see? Oh, it's 3D, yeah. Yeah, and so that got him banned. Oh, Lion. Lion. He's like okay. Jason. That, now we're going to have the train car master, massacre, and it's so funny. Um, He's going to lick him? <laughs> yeah. They're going to have stuffed animals that they're going to be battling, you know. And, yeah, the nicest lion in the world, two nice lions are going to visit these <laughs> fat Brits. When they choreograph these these lion fights, not one said, why don't you move towards the camera or why don't you uh, throw something at the camera or why don't you do these? <laughs> no. Uh. What did I miss? Well, you came at the right time because we're going to have a massacre now with the nicest lions, and they're going to fight stuffed animals. You'll see. So they go into the train, and the train people are like, huh? And then they all, like, have a pillow fight. Tickets, please. Roar. Sir, if you don't have your ticket. Look at this nice lion. Hi. Uh, uh, furry thing. Oh. <laughs> uh. Skipper, skipper. <laughs> oh no! Look at how plushy. Mm, give him a hug. 
sir, I'm going to ask you to leave FAO Swartz if you can't play with those stuffed animals nicely. Ay, ay, ay. Just shake the doll around. No one will notice. <laughs> no one will see. Recognize. Rawr. It's adorable. So scary. <laughs> oh. Okay, so you also missed that Robert Stack uh, banged his wife. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she looks yeah. like she's. Uh, oh, she's contented. She is contented. She's fully dressed up to her neck, literally. It is 1952, but they kissed and they. He was kissing her eyes, and Michael oh. tell you. Look, she's getting dressed as if she hasn't been wearing that all night. Safari walk of shame. <laughs> I love beautiful. Beautiful. It's a beautiful walk. It's shameful, but it's beautiful out there. Good morning. Now we like each other again. And this guy goes, look, look how embarrassed she'll be. He's kissing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Twelve hours ago, these guys were eaten by lions. He goes, hey boss, hey boss, there's a train car massacre. There's stuff, stuffing is everywhere. Is that a treehouse? That's pretty cool. Yeah. You should be put that on Airbnb. Oh, it's part of the anemones. Holy, oh, it's Mortimer Duke, dead. And his brother. Randolph Duke. So does this mean they get to ride for free? Yeah. They got their ticket punched. Hello. <sighs> She's just taking a cab to the airport. There's mm -hmm. stuffing everywhere. Get a dust back. <laughs> I got some news. The LIRR is delayed. That's news? <laughs> it's news if it's not delayed. Come on. The now, look, just Dad's like, dead. Guy. Yeah, Dad is dead. So that means that um, Alice, our wife will get a baby substitute and the only reason she gets the baby substitute is so that it can be eaten later yeah they, the, the lion eats the kid in this movie spoiler and by spoil i mean this film <laughs> well he had to eat the kid fast because of spoiler alerts uh hey i jump back on to tell you uh to get michael's joke book go to proudlyresents.com slash joke book slash joke book there you go okay. Bring it, it right the, to the webpage. All my scale. finest broccoli jokes. I have broccoli jokes. I got tomato jokes in there. It's a wide variety of jokes in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I, I, gotta, I gotta jump back over and go back to work. I don't right, want to buy it. Okay, Adam. If, you, if you see that extension cord, let me know, okay? For the radio. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad you have a one-track mind. <laughs> if he sees it, Mike. If he sees it. If, if he I sees see it. it. But I'll just sit here and work for four more hours. But you guys, and then I'll look for your thing. All right, thanks. Yeah, you should get to work first and then look for it. Oh, so they Carl, nice to see you. <laughs> Big yeah. Same here, same here. I always right, like to see a Spiegelman. All right. He's going to miss the uh, last dramatic 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, this is uh, okay. This, you asked me at the end of how is the film itself. Okay, so she's like, we're going home. He's like, damn it, woman, I can't go home. 
you go home. And she goes, if you're not going home, I'm not going home. And then it's he, settled. They're going to fight the lions together. He married the Queen of England? Yeah. Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> Goodness, Robert, what are you up to now? Yeah, uh, your majesty, I'm out here running lions. But oh, you're and a husband be obsessed by a lion? I am in Africa. Um, she is uh, Alice. She's Barbara Britton, film and television actress, best known for Western films opposite Randolph Scott, Joel McRae, and Gene Autry. We know that name. Two-year tenure as the inquisitive am amateur sleuth Pam North on the television radio series Mr. and Mrs. North. Look, I can tell you about all these actors, but it's very we never out of context. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about a lot of radio stars and producers in this that made this movie. Yeah. They're like, we hate television. <laughs> people so, can't back before television, Carl. People would just sit around our 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 furniture and listen to our radio show. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, television killed radio, but it killed film too. I don't know. It didn't kill film, but this helped bring film back. So now we have our full-on blown uh, child substitute, okay? And she's got herself a son, essentially, uh, so he can get eaten. And he's he's adorable. We saw him naked. Yeah, they don't all have big ones. I wasn't even looking there. Well, <laughs> oh, kudos to you, Mike. Okay, basically, she's just doing more of it. She's going up there and going, Robert, take a break. Robert, get some iced tea. Look at you, you whore. Robert, you're all red in the sun. That's like a Gap commercial. What they're allegedly doing. Once again, Mike, look at the guy in the blue turban behind. They're not working. You see how he's faking? He's not even hitting it. Right. It's, it's well, so funny. Ow. It's like, the, yeah, well, they're all from the theater, you know. You don't really dig on stage. <laughs> you could hurt the stage. You don't want to scruff those. Uh, you want to walk on those boards, not scruff them. Yeah. You know, the, rest, the joke's on him because he really is probably tired from having to do that over and over. I know, even then, but he didn't do a single work. Like, he but didn't do it right. Might as well just do the work. Okay, so now the African tribe shows up and says, remember when we were stereotypes? Well, we're going overboard now. You guys brought the lions. They're devils, not lions. And the train brought them. And Robert Stack oh. is going to be mad, mad, mad. Do you think that there's a ring of truth to that, that the the trains brought the lions? Well, it brought a food source for the lions. Yeah, right, like some fresh food. No, but they believe they're devils, spirits. They believe it's like a... Oh, the lions themselves are actual devil spirits. Right. They're, so, they're cute devil spirits. Cute now you're going to hear a lot of Swahili here. All right. And that's actually accurate in the Serengeti in Swahili. To Google Translate. Well, it sounds great, Carl. All right. Now, this one is like the meanie, meanie, meanie one. 
And he's going to throw a spear at him. All right, yeah, enough talk. <laughs> the film premiered under the banner of Arch O'Baller Productions, November 26, 1952. Twin engagement at the Hollywood Paramount Theater and the Paramount Theater in downtown Los Angeles. Open to the public the following day. Ooh, so it was like two separate theaters showing it, and only yeah, like for the press. A double premiere, yeah. yeah. For, one for the press and one for like all us cool guys who really made the film. Like Marilyn Monroe was there, but she was <laughs> at one of the gatherings, not, not the other one. I went to the other gathering. This guy was a B filmmaker. I'm sure Marilyn wasn't there. You see the spear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the baby cries. You're making my baby. Okay, now it's a night of uneasy sleeping. She's not with Robert, that's why. Well, because, yeah, because that's right. She lives for him. But um, he's on Lion Sentry duty, you know. Oh, yeah. Lion Sentry. If you think the lions are bad, the mosquitoes, oh. They got malaria going around. Oh, that's right. You got to take those pills. Oh, I've got my own malaria pills. <laughs> uneasy sleep. Uneasy sleep. Oh, this is terrible. Well, her sleep number was on four. Look, you're lying yourself. You're lying. You're lying. On the bed. Yeah. You're lying. I mean, on the on the bed. Okay, I'm stealing that. How can I make that into a joke? Uh huh. People are gonna be like, "I came here during COVID, uh, risked everything to hear a night of comedy." Well, you got it, or I would be lying. Get it, lying? I would be a lion. <laughs> That's so funny. Thanks for, Thanks for coming. My wife always misunderstands what I say. You know, she doesn't let me finish my sentence. I walk into the room, into the bedroom, and I go, you're lying. She goes, what? I said, no, on the bed. Will you just let me finish my sentence? Never let you finish. Was there was an Uncle no. Floyd joke where uh, Looney Skip Rooney comes on to the Uncle Floyd show, and he goes, Floyd, Floyd, my uncle just got as a zookeeper, and he just got fired from the zoo. Well, Looney Skip Rooney, uh, your uncle just got fired from the zoo? Yeah, he got fired for feeding the squirrels. Oh, feeding the squirrel. I don't see. To the lions. <laughs> okay, here comes baby who's now missing. And there's oh. lots of scary stuff in the jungle, like a like a non-poisonous poa constrictor. <laughs> and a turtle that's turtle. running oh, away. No, he's, he's catching up to the turtle. It's too late. So now it'll be like baby's gone missing and then they go to find him and they just can't find him and things keep getting suckier and suckier. And then they'll have a whole search for the baby and then it won't be satisfying. They don't find him. They got to go to sleep without him. Really? What kind Look of again, surrogate parents are they? Right. Wait, baby was just here. Baby. Oh, the pills baby. are alive. With the sound of baby, <laughs> baby eating lions. That was Austria. Austria, yeah, Austria. I get these Thanksgiving movies all mixed up. You know, I watch them all during the holidays. You know, the they don't Devil. have Thanksgiving in uh, Canada. 
Oh. Well, no, they kind they do. They have it on their own day, right? They don't have Thanksgiving in Mexico. Uh, you know what they call Thanksgiving in Mexico? What? Th- Thursday. Uh, well, you know what they call planes, trains, and automobiles in Mexico? Nova? What? Planes, trains, and automobiles going around for some reason. What? Because it takes place in Thanksgiving. They're going to Thanksgiving, but... Oh, that Thanksgiving movie. Trains, planes, and automobiles. Yeah, he sold uh, shower curtains. Give me another another Thanksgiving movie. I'll be on the other side of the park. Home for Uh, the holidays. Christmas with the Cranks. That was uh, Thanksgiving. That was a Christmas one. National Lampoon's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving vacation. That was a good Thanksgiving. One. Yeah, Thanksgiving vacation. These holiday films. So they spent all day searching for the baby. They can't find the baby, and now she's like, "Baby's dead." It's like Alice. Oh, come on. Maybe if, yeah. We'll look in the morning. There's lots of places for a baby to hide in the jungle. If that's the case, you should just go outside and go, I give up. Where are you hiding? Where are you hiding? I give up. Ali, Ali, oxen free. Ali, Ali, oxen free. All right, uncle, you win. Baby's dead. Mm, mm, mm. This movie sucks. Can we stop now? Oh, okay. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? <laughs> it sucks. He began hosting Unsolved Mysteries in 1987. He thought very highly of the interactive nature of the show, saying it created a symbolic relationship between viewer and program, and that the hotline was a great crime solving tool. That's right. They had a well, it was a syndicated weekly show, so it was on the you know whatever uh, channel that paid for it. And yeah. It would be like back to back seven seven thirty uh, unsolved mysteries, and they had a hotline because I've I've seen the show in like later reruns and I don't remember seeing a hotline. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a mystery that is still yet to be solved. No, it would. They oh. would do the mystery, and then. If you knew any information, you would call. If you think the baby was eaten by a lion, press one. (laughs) If you think UFOs took the baby, press two. If the Loch Ness Monster was anywhere near the vicinity. So now we're going to have a bunch of the 1948 footage in which it's like, that animal's threatening us. I'm going to make a stance. Oh, it's okay. They just did it with the oxen. Did you see? Yeah. You could tell it's old footage because the oxen says buy U.S. war bonds on the side. <laughs> the war was still going on when they used that footage. Look, here's like, look, here's a threat. Oh, it's okay. The guy wearing an elephant suit. Stand here in front of this movie projector. Yeah, really weird. Don't worry, they're just giraffes. There's no threat. Now, this is real. In San Fernando Valley, they brought an ostrich, which doesn't go, I don't think. No, ostrich did nothing. 
demon bothers to use both legs. You know how they sometimes kiss and stuff? Nothing. Yeah. You know what you got to do is you got to, as an actor, you got to whisper in the usher, I'm going to steal your fucking eggs. And then <laughs> get like you, the fear of God in them, and that's when you start acting. Right. Otherwise, now, they just they're, they're stand there. Now, he cheated us a little because he just showed us some footage that he already showed us when he was in the canoe. Oh, the hippos. Look, it's going to be like, don't look at, he'll charge. She, he's going to shoot a, an elephant, and then he goes, don't shoot him, the baby. Now, look, you see the panther in the tree? Yeah. What's going on? He's chilling. And he won't attack them or nothing? Oh, the panther got in the tree? I'll never know. <laughs> Not a panther got in my pajamas? Don't shoot, don't shoot the baby. because I... You know, there's an old Hollywood adage, which is don't work with children and animals. He's gonna because do the animals will eat the children. Right. Yeah. Oh, so is that a baby elephant? Uh-oh. Look, nothing. Nothing will come nothing. of it. He's roaring. Too stealthy. It worked too well. No one saw him. He recently died. The Black Panther. <coughs> You're thinking of a different. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Are they done? Are they gone mad? That's the thing. We're just we're gonna wander around looking for the lions, and then they're gonna find the lions, and the lions uh -huh. won't attack because it's daytime. It's it's. Look, now he's going crazy. He's getting bonkers in the sun. He starts talking nuts. I'll turn it up. Listen. All right. What? What was that? What? I think I'm going mad. Radio is the future. That's crazy. People don't want to go to the theaters. What can I do? I'll make three-dimensional imagery. My radio is 3D. Remember we saw oh. that movie in which they were envisioning like a radio with pictures of the future, oh, remember? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, whatever happened to that idea? Uh, that was in person in March. That was the hell one, Hades. Um, oh, right. Yeah, that was a public domain movie. Dante's Inferno. Yeah, Dante's Inferno. Oh, I can't wait. Next year, there'll be a new batch of public domain movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Every year. Every Well, they stopped it for a while. Yeah. Thank you, Disney. Thank you, Disney. Thank you for that 20-year well, wait. Now look behind him. The nicest oh. lion in the world. It's Buona Devil One. <laughs> this is like the ending of Scream, where there's like two killers. You're like, what? Look, look, Rob, there's another Buona. Oh, what does it mean? Yeah. Oh, Wait, the stuffed animal. How do you so? Ah, he took a swipe at her. Now she's a damsel in distress, but they won't use it well. Oh, he's gonna save the day. This is just like the carnival where you shoot the ducks, but this time you shoot the stuffed animals on the wall. <laughs> These are not stuffed animals; they're just tamed. Uh, or born in captivity, nice. Uh, Lion. I mean, we did see it for a second there when he pretend attacked her. 
it must be like a retired zoo in San Fernando Valley. San Fernando Valley. Like this exit, retired zoo animals. Petting his, zoo. His great great grandfather was in Bawana. Bawana <laughs> See. We're getting admitted. San oh, Fernando Valley. You can That's tell where they killed his wife? She got sideswiped. She got a strike. The guy looking at her boobs? That's really awkward. Well, they're married. It's okay. No, she's bleeding. They're when married. They're married. Yeah, I'm cocking a gun. Yeah, I'm looking in the camera. What's your problem? Now, his gun, you know, is having trouble, and it will, when the time is right, misfire. And he'll have to hit the lion with the his gun. This lion is just hiking with his girlfriends. Listen, we're gonna get out, and every day this week we're gonna do a little bit of hike, a little bit farther. He's wearing. You can't tell, but he's wearing juicy couture pants. Now, he's telling the audience like he's claiming, "You won't attack me during the day, huh? You're waiting for the night. Attack me in the day!" And he freaks out on. Give it a okay. big speed. So he starts walking. La la la. It's like I'm Captain Ahab and you're Moby Dick, except you're a lion and um, I'm not really <laughs> Captain Ahab. Oh, bang, bang. It's just a tame lion from the zoo, man. It's the nicest lion you'll ever want to be. Ow! Ah, Ow! I was being a cool guy. Ow! What's he doing? Did he pour uh -huh. water on him? Oh, this will wake me up. Well, he sounded like an Eric Pence. Wait till the... You'll <laughs> never work for MGM again. <laughs> right. Now his gun misfires. I'm gonna eat you up. So he hits him on the head with the butt of the gun. Ow! Hey, Leo, I got a message from United Artists. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that how is that how that really works? Yeah, yeah this is for, for money. Is that what it is? Hey, get your shine box. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, that is a little insulting. It's insulting him a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Again, this guy's horny. It's okay. The lions, they, I was the Moby Dick, I was the Ahab, and they, this <laughs> was the, uh, the end. If this Whoa, was leave the weapon, the lion would come back alive and attack him one more time. You think well, the lion's dead, but he's not. And then he shoots Holy. him right before he eats him. Holy shit. Better movie well, ladies gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. We had That's... just watched mm. The Great Bawana Devil. Adam, what did you think of Bawana Devil from 1952? It was Bawaffle. <laughs> it was Bawaffle. <laughs> he stole my joke! Oh, is that your joke? No, no, no. Joke. I just Carl wrote just, it down. Carl meant to say, I'm going to steal your joke. Carl meant oh. to say, I'm going to steal your joke. Uh, okay, so I was talking to my friend on the phone, and I was like, what is that noise in the back? Is that the, is that the <laughs> third? And he goes, no, 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 that's Bob Dylan. That's pretty funny, you know, even without the entire setup. <laughs> you did the joke wrong. Right. <laughs> um, Adam, what are you listening to in the background? Is that Bob Dylan? 
No, that's no, the blender. That's the blender. That's the blender. Well, I think it's uh, not funnier the other way around. It's just I was telling it to you, and you knew the jokes. Yeah, and therefore, no, I appreciate the spin you know, on it. I saw Moby Dick. I saw that movie, and there was not one nude scene in that entire film, you know? So I just don't get that title. Moby Dick. You know, I was thinking about Moby Dick the other day. Um, it's hard not to. Like, do you think we'd still be talking about that book if it was called, like, Jimmy the Whale? Yeah, right. <laughs> Or Moby Johnson, you know, like <laughs> Moby Johnson. The, yeah, I think this is our third grader in us. This kid. and then Moby sounds you know, so big, you know, like <laughs> it was a Moby dick. Not well, just if, you ever, if, if you ever met him, you know, you would say Moby's a dick. Guy's like completely full of himself. Hasn't really done anything <laughs> musically in years. Oh, Moby's a dick. All right. <laughs> I'm Look, sure Mike, what did you recommend think? Back to school. What did you oh. think of Moana Devil, Mike? It could have been worse, you know. I was a little hesitant to see uh, lions in Africa attack, you know, white Robert Stack, and yeah, I was pretty much on the ball. But uh, it was a waste of. I've read about this movie, so it was great to see it. Yeah. It was, what a waste of 3D! Like they they pioneered it, they created it, and uh, it was just you know didn't hold apart. And every innovation has to be somewhat racist, you know. You can't have like. The invention of sound without the jazz singer. You can't have three D without the one a devil. Just uh, that's the way our country works. So I'm glad I didn't. I watched it, and this is also on Amazon Prime, which is making their money showing uh, having a catalog of the worst films out there. Uh, that's what their bones are built on. So I hope you enjoyed the movie. Uh, we are in this, the month of December right now, and our last two shows of the year are special shows. Uh, every year on Christmas, we show trailers for movies that premiered on Christmas Day, yeah. and Carl and I will be doing that again. We have a special show. And then uh, catch us on December 27th. We're going to do our year-end review, uh, our second annual year-end review, where we look at all the movies we saw on our show during the year 2020, and we pick our favorite scenes. How many? Three, right? Fourteen. Yeah, well, I was just going to give like a, a brief paragraph like what was interesting about each one and sure not each one some that yeah, were just the not highlights but wanted devil's not going to get talked about on the year-end review all right so don't expect wanted devil at our year uh, i'll talk about the montclair one for sure yeah well there's I, a lot of movies Darko we, do. We, come up. we do this show every week and that's 52 weeks so we want to make sure that you can catch up with episodes especially because they're not listed by movie title just by the yeah. week it came out Adam, uh, proudlyresents.com. How else can people find you and anything of interest that people may want to hear about? Yes. Proudly Resents Christmas Movies. It's all episodes about the worst Christmas movies all in one grouping. It's easy to find. That's when you go your little podcast searcher. But in Proudly Resents Christmas. And Michael has done a bunch of them. He's done yeah, most well, of them, Michael. I love Christmas with the Cranks. I made you watch that movie. I don't think we've ever done that one, so I've never seen no. it. But also an update on Mike's link, proudlyresents.com slash jokebook. Yeah. Uh, when you go to it, the jokebook is now made private on Mike's Scribs account. Really? Well, can you, is there some demo like, pages? No. There must be some demo pages. Maybe why no one bought the book. They all went there and there was nothing. Where? Huh. I want to buy the book. I'm just learning about the book. I'm just learning about this book too. I forgot I wrote it. I will have okay. to take a look. 
I'll I will to, go. Uh, hopefully fix it by the time you hear this. Yeah, that's hmm. right. It'll be fixed by the time this. Uh, if not, it'll be maybe a couple weeks afterwards. Who knows? Are you in the bathroom or are you hiding? I'm in the bedroom. I'm that's hiding because my wedding uh, license is on the wall and I don't want it on the Zoom call. I have it on the angle. Has it expired? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it. All right, on that note, uh, we should leave it. Adam, thank you so much for being a guest. and our, our, uh, Thank you for having me. I wish I could stay the whole time. Uh, and check out the episode, Adam. Uh, join us for two after-school specials shot in our high school back in the 1980s. And Adam is one of the people there. So it was the first time we had a, a talent for the movie. Shower. Yeah, he was the guy shot. If you go to oh, our Facebook page, uh, Carl made a gif of it. Oh, yeah. Did a yeah. video clip, right, of you hitting hitting yeah adam's slap what did i call it adam's bonk oh, adam. so check it out it's a very dramatic scene in this after school special it's well, pivotal. That's it. pivotal pivotal all right i've i've insulted the talent ladies and gentlemen thank you so much uh we've been uh let's watch a full life movie on youtube lwaflmoyt and we'll see you again next week for our special uh christmas day trailer show let's watch a full life movie on with Mike Spiegelman Let's watch a full length Movie on YouTube With Mike Spiegelman It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange, and weird, commandeered by Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French poodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael I'm local comedian Edna Mirarea, known for my sketch comedy show, Edna in a Bottle. I also happen to be a monologue queen. Yes. yes! So when I'm not joking about the state of humanity, I am telling stories. Just like I do in my solo show, Alters for My Alters, where all the characters in my head try to conquer me for stage time. That's right, you better put me on. Leave her alone. Where am I? It won Best of SF Fringe and it's broke-ass steward approved. And I'm screening my solo show on February 5th because it's my birthday! So we're having a drum and bass party afterward with DJ Flacco. Drum and bass. Get your tickets to my show, Alters for My Alters, and the dance party afterward at Eventbrite. Just go to eventbrite.com and type in Edna Monologue Queen Turns 35. See you February 5th! <laughs> Thank you.
Chuck Miliano from behind and use his big hand bomb. He wanted to help that little fucker anyway. He's forever getting me in trouble down at St. Agnes Grace where we go. It was the warmest October day that I ever saw today, so we skipped practice, Tony and Yogi and I, and decided to take a little ride down to the ferry and over to Staten Island. After polishing off a hero at Lucy's, we hopped on the back fender of the Second Avenue bus and rode down to the ferry basin. Once I fell off a bus like that on a sharp turn and almost got my balls crushed under the back wheel, but this ride was smooth enough and we got off and deposited our nickels in the turnstiles and were off. Just as the boat is pulling out of the dock, Tony takes out a bottle of Carbona cleaning fluid and a few rags and suggests that we do a little sniffing to get high. I was up for the idea because Carbona is one of the finest cheap highs you can get, even stronger than model airplane glue. We slipped up to the top deck of the ship and wet our rags and raise them to our faces. After four deep whiffs, we were sailing someplace else. Bells ringing through my ears and little lights flashing through my eyes. I pictured myself paddling across a river with black water. Only the canoe was going backwards instead of forwards with clouds that were faces laughing spooky funhouse laughs which wouldn't stop echoing. More sniffs and more freaky visions, the ringing bell sound just getting louder the more I breathed this stuff into my lungs. I kept it up for about 10 minutes, but by then I was getting too dizzy to handle it and I had to fling down the rag and make it to the side rail, sick as possible. I began puking wildly. My eyes felt like bowling balls and they were watering like mad. Tony and Yogi had done themselves in too and they ran over to join in the ceremony. Then we recovered enough to hear shouts from the bottom deck and wiping off our eyes, we realized we had zeroed in all over the head of some dude. More unfortunate was the fact that the guy was fantastically huge and looked horribly pissed. We wasted no time in making it for the nearest hiding spot, knowing the guy would be up after us any second. We got to the other side of the boat and did a quick Steve McQueen act over the rail and down to the lowest deck. Then we ducked into the bathroom and into the last toilet stall, locking the door and sweating our balls off. We hung on in there, reading the little penciled-in obscenities until the boat docked. After about 10 minutes, we sent Yogi out to see if the coast was clear. He came back and signaled us out, and we ran our asses off the boat through the terminal onto the nearest bus. We came to a nice park somewhere in the middle of the island and played ball with the local lames all day, taking on everyone, even guys as old as 16 or so. It was almost dark when we caught our ferry back to the city again, keeping a sharp lookout for our friend and vowing we'd never sniff that stuff on any ferry again. 